From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, in the greater Nashville area, we are excited today to present Making a Difference, and I'm Dr. Shelton Smith. What a joy it is every day to join with our friends out across America and literally around the world on these stations like the one you're listening to today. I appreciate so much you joining us as often as you can. And uh, listen, we are just every day committed to opening up the Bible, talking about the things that God's put in His Word, and uh, doing what we can to make that clear so that all of us can, uh, number one, if you're not saved, we want you to know about salvation and how to get it. And at the same time, if you are saved, and I know many of you are who listen to these radio stations, and we want you to walk with the Lord, we want you to be excited about what you have, and I'm just very, very thankful we get to be here every day, five days a week. Now, just yesterday, somebody said to me about the broadcast, well, you sound excited uh, every day. Folks, I don't see any reason why, or I don't really see how, that anybody who is saved and has the opportunity to talk about the things that I get to talk about here, I can't imagine we would not be excited about it. Just opening up the Bible and beginning to read it and to see what's there and just to lay hold of it by faith, trust the Lord. I'm telling you, it's really special. And therefore, we can be excited. And we are every day when we get together here. Now today, and for the next couple of days, I want to talk to you about something I really kind of stumbled onto. There's a verse in Colossians in the New Testament, Colossians chapter 2 and verse 8, that talks about being spoiled. And I want to talk to you about that theme, and I'll share some things with you in just a moment. Let me remind you, however, that our Sword of the Lord Men's Conference is coming at us very quickly now, November 11 and 12, right here at Sword Headquarters in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And if you'll get on our website at swordofthelord.com, all the details are there. Check it out. Get registered, guys. You're going to love it, and we want you to be here. So let's plan for that, all right? Colossians chapter 2 and verse 8, here's what it says. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Well, that verse is a very powerful verse. It is laden with ideas that we need to lay hold of. And so I'm going to talk to you about that. And then I have also a little sketch of things about how to avoid being spoiled from the book of Hebrews that I'll share with you over the next day or two here. And uh, that uh, little outline of things, the scriptural emphasis on it, I ran on to somewhere. I'm not even sure who the author of it was at the outset, but I've uh, really borrowed the idea and just working on that just a little bit, uh, working to make it such that we will understand this idea of spoilage and how to avoid it in our Christian life. So, he says, beware, and that's just a flag of warning. That's just telling us to be alert, be vigilant, because spoilage is altogether possible. And it says, lest any man spoil you. So we have to watch out for the company we keep. We have to watch out for the crowd that we run with. In fact, I'm convinced that the crowd you run with may tell us more about who you really are than uh, even whatever things you may say about who you are. In fact, 
Uh, I think that's really a pretty close evaluation of things, and it's something we need to pay attention to. And in this case, he says, beware, lest any man spoil you. And then he goes into some detail, and we'll look at that as we go. Now, you know, you get saved, and your Christian life at the outset, I mean, if you're born again, you're going to have some enthusiasm about that, I think, and uh, you're off to a great start But there is that ever-present danger, that danger that you will uh, find yourself walking the carnal walk, going the direction you need not go. I mean, just doing things that really are not becoming to a Christian at all. It's an ever-present danger because, like this verse says, there are those who will entice. There are those who will try to lead you in the wrong direction. They will try to get you to come down off of your excitement, come down off of your enthusiasm, come down off of the commitment that you made in your heart when you trusted Christ as Savior. Now, if you're saved, they can't take that away from you. Nobody can. But at the same time, when uh, we're living in a world where things are going sideways, going wrong, we can really find ourselves being spoiled so that our Christian life is not what it needs to be. So something happens, and uh, we just find ourselves in a position where that we're not representing the Lord real well. You know, when I think about spoilage, I think about the fact that I've been to Manitoba, for example, in August when the wheat fields were ripe, and I'm told that if you don't gather that harvest— when things are just at the right time, you leave it there and it'll spoil in the field. And uh, other such things as that, you know, you go to your refrigerator and you put milk in there and you leave it and you leave it and you leave it. I'm telling you, after a couple of weeks, you'll be checking it before you drink it because you want to be sure that it hasn't spoiled on you. And whenever you have food left over and you let it set in the refrigerator for a day or two or three, you may do, as I would be inclined to do, and that is to, uh, you know, put the smell test to it just to be sure that it still is good so that you're not taking in something that has spoiled on you in the process. You know, the word spoiled, it has to do with decay, decomposition, certain defilements, and the kind of things that really just rob you of whatever potential that that particular item had. And uh, whenever we get into that spoilage situation, then it is a ruinous situation. It is ruining your testimony. It is ruining your walk with the Lord, etc. So very honestly, your Christian life can be ruined. If you're saved, the Lord loves you enough to save you, and he gave you an everlasting life. But your Christian life is another matter altogether. And that's where you have some responsibility to, in effect, get with it, do what the Lord asks you to do, and you can spoil that so easily. There are a lot of obvious things that spoil the Christian life, Christian testimony, and there are other things that are not quite so obvious. But it's important for us to understand this concept. And by the way, it is a Bible concept right here in Colossians 2.8. He says there is a danger of spoilage through philosophy, vain deceit, etc. And he wants us to know what we need to do, plug in the things that we ought to plug into our Christian life, and not allow ourselves to be spoiled. I know I'm talking right now to a lot of you who are uh, saved. Maybe you've been saved a few weeks. Maybe you've been saved a number of years. But uh, along the way, 
It's just possible you've cooled off. It's just possible that you have let up on things. It's just possible you're not as stirred up, not as excited, not uh, growing in the Lord, and uh, therefore some spoilage has occurred. Now, I think if you'll think with me, and uh, let's look at some things from the Bible that will tell us how we got there and how we can correct it. And so let's do look at these matters of spoilage and how to avoid it. The Bible tells us that this present evil world is uh, really working against us. It will entice us. It will take us down trails. It'll take us to places where we never should go. And even as a Christian, we can wind up doing things that are an embarrassment to the Lord and that are totally destructive to our testimony and just make it impossible for us to live a fruitful life until we get things straightened out. Now, here we go looking at some of those things, and I want you to walk with me through this little sketch of things that I found in the book of Hebrews. For instance, chapter 2 and verse 1 says, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we've heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Now, slippage is uh, one of those things that uh, really can take us to a point that we really should never go. For example, you know, most of the time when people backslide, at least initially, it's in little tiny increments. Very rarely does somebody just walk out. I mean, they are, oh, so excited. They're serving the Lord. They're spirit-filled. They're anointed of God. And just in a moment, they go and do something horribly crazy and just step off the edge and commit some gross sin. It's rare that they do that. But I'll tell you what does happen. There's little incremental steps where you don't tell a just outright blasphemous kind of a lie, but at the same time, you fudge just a little bit, and you tell something that's just barely not quite the truth, and that little step moves you towards spoilage. It's simply a matter of slipping a little bit, and what he says here is we ought to pay close attention to the slippage, lest just little tiny steps wind up taking us places that we ought not to go. You know, you look at a marathon runner, and they are running at full speed. They are taking long strides, and they're going to get places in a hurry. But you take somebody else, maybe who's on the sidelines, maybe somebody even in a wheelchair, or maybe somebody who has uh, certain physical ailments, and they're taking little tiny steps they can make that same trek that the marathon runner takes. It'll just take them longer, but they're going to get there just the same, even though it's a slow process and they're moving along one little tiny step at a time. And this is where we have such danger, because if you're not careful, the slippage will take you to spoilage. And I want you to know, dear friend, the Bible tells us here in this passage that we ought to give earnest heed, even the more earnest heed, to the things that the Lord has given us, to the things that he's taught us. You know, I would recommend that just every little bit, you reread Genesis chapter 1, reread uh, Psalm 1, reread Psalm 23, uh, reread uh, Psalm 119. 
Reread all 31 chapters of Proverbs. Reread John 3.16. Reread the uh, Roman uh, road to salvation in Romans 3.23, and 13. All of those great passages. Reread those things. Reread First and Second Timothy. Reread the book of Titus. Those passages that will help you. They'll strengthen you. They'll remind you of what reality is. They'll remind you of what truth is. And all of that will gird you up so that slippage is avoided, so that you're not putting your feet on that ground that'll let you slide where you don't need to be sliding. And it's just altogether important that we give full attention and full heed to that slippage. Now, I have a number of other things here in the New Testament book of Hebrews that we're going to look at, Lord willing, tomorrow and the next day, uh, just things that really put us in a place where that we're apt to be spoiled. And I back up here to look at our key verse on this that says, Beware, lest any man spoil you. There are people who are going to try to get you to go where you don't need to go, dear friend. They're going to try to take you to places that you should not go with people that you should not go with. And the passage simply says, their philosophy, their vain deceit, their traditions, the rudiments of the world, all of these things are on a totally different plane. They're on a different wavelength. It's a different mindset. And the verse says, and not after Christ. Christ is at odds with all of those things there, the philosophy, the rudiments of the world, etc. Well, we'll get back to this tomorrow, spend some more time with it, but I trust that you'll pay attention lest the slippage take you to spoilage today. So do get in touch. Let me hear from you. I would be delighted, so pleased if you write me a note and let me know that you hear the broadcast and ask for a sample copy of our Sword of the Lord newspaper. You're going to like it, and we'll be glad to send it to you. So write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith, at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. Until tomorrow, dear friend, God bless you. Have a good rest of the day, and goodbye for now.